You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome to the Junk Time AFL podcast for January 2018. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who gave his credit card to Colin Sylvia. It's Adam Rosenbachs. G'day buddy, how are you? Long time no chat my friend. It has been a long time and uh, can I just say, you you do a good deed for a mate. You are good like that, you are good like that. You see a mate in trouble, you go, here you go, here's the the Platinum American Express. Oh, yeah. Look after yourself. I don't fuck around. I mean, the guy, he'd fallen on hard times. He didn't get me. He played four games at Frio, which is a young boy's dream, to play four. (laughs) You know, three you'd be happy with, but to play four, I mean, fuck, no one does that. You get a statue out the front of the new Perth Stadium if you play four, (laughs) I believe, yeah. Well, I could only do one statue with Colin Sylvia. So anyway, <laughs> they've, they've run out of they've run out of. <laughs> There's not enough bronze. There's been a world shortage There's of bronze. Bronze shortage. No wonder the mining boom's gone. They're trying to make a statue out of Colin Sylvia. Because <laughs> he put on so, weight. He was very fat. So Cole says to me, and that's the last we'll talk about his weight. Cole says to me, "Can I borrow the uh, the platinum American Express?" And I say, "Yeah," because mm. I'm assuming. He's just going to top up at uh, your Krispy Kreme, <laughs> your local Krispy Kreme. He's going to head down there. He's going to get your jelly field. He's going to get the cream ones. Go. I said, mate, I said, sky's the limit, Cole. Do your worst. You do what you got to do. Then I get my credit card statement. I hadn't seen Cole for a couple of weeks now. Yep. Uh, and he's um, – some people indulge in food. Mm-hmm. They say uh, food can be orgasmic. Some people fetishise fetishize food. They do, don't they? Mm. But you know what? Uh, our mate Cole, he's taken out, say, we'll call it the middleman. He's gotten rid of food. He's gone straight to fetishising shit. Mm-hmm. So he's gone to, he's gone to a, a brothel. And, you know, a, a man can fall on hard times. And I think there's no better proof to show that a man has fallen on hard times than someone who pays for pornography. Yep. Okay. Yeah, no, you've reached... You've reached a point. So, from what I can gather, is it something mm. like about $164 for pornography? Is that right? I think so. Is that I the figure you're hearing? <laughs> that, that's what's on my statement, mate. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, that's yeah. That's what's got, on my statement. It's right it. here in front of me. <laughs> yeah. When was the last time anyone you knew paid for porn? Yeah, I mean, that's one thing too, but how many people would admit that they pay for porn? I don't know anyone... What, what are you paying for? Well, what are you getting extra? That's, that's what that I want to know, actually. Like, that, that's the bit I actually do want to know. I genuinely want to have... I wanted to have the judge say, OK, mate, let's break this down. <laughs> <laughs> what did you buy? Like, was it internet stuff? Was it a magazine? Was it a, a DVD? A, a VHS video? Was it, a, was it a laser disc? Oh, you know what they don't say? Do they, when you go into... I haven't been to a brothel for... Years, like I haven't had a I haven't had a footy trip for, for months, <laughs> and uh, 
Do they now, after you finish... Because you got two uh, platinum sessions at the Daily Planet. Okay, gotcha. Which... The article said is now shut. Now, Daily Planet, for people who don't know, um, mm. we we uh, we uh, uh, listen to all around the world, Adam. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Every, it's quite interesting. Like you know, South America, Europe, America, uh, Middle East, uh, Israel, Tel Aviv. We're big in Tel Aviv. Did you know that? We're big in Tel Aviv. Of course, I knew that, mate. For those who don't I, know, don't... Daily Planet was probably Melbourne's most well-known brothel. Would you say? Uh, yeah, I would, yeah. Uh, top of the town, Daily Planet, one of those. Two, yeah, sure. Daily Planet's been around a long, long time uh, in, the sub- yes. in, the, in the sleepy suburb of Elstonwick. It's kind of a yes. bit of a weird place to have a brothel. Uh, just well, it's out of the way. You're not going to get recognised. You're not going to be walking near the MCG and people go, Colin Sylvie, what are you doing here? <laughs> it's like a, and, and they go, well, you're not here to play footy. And so he went to a couple of sessions there. And, but then the article said that the Daily Planet has actually shut down. Do you think it's because of that? Well, I find it quite... It, I, I imagine almost be hard work for a place like that to actually go out of business. You figure it'd be kind of... Well, it'd be that established. Did the porn industry hurt the brothel industry? Well, I'm wondering, I, 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 are there industries out there that are breaking the brothel industry, if we can take this tangent? And I'm sure the listeners are going to enjoy it. But, <laughs> like, I mean, you know, I suppose, like, maybe online dating, like, uh, or, or, or companies that do organise dating... They would have been yeah. disrupted by your Tinders and your Grinders and all those kind of apps. What is it, Bumble? The, yeah, uh, the one where the females can make the, uh, the first uh, message. Um, yes, yes, uh, Bumble. So all the various dating apps. Uh, is there something, is, has the industry been broken for brothels? I've got to do intense research into this, Adam. Well, can we just On say your credit then, card. Well, no, it's been maxed out. <laughs> uh, can we just, what, what people haven't pointed out then is Colin tried to save the brothel industry. That's been overlooked in all this. Here's a man who's gone, you know what, I see, a, I see a fledgling industry. And what's the one way you save a fledgling industry? You pump money into it. Well, dude, I mean, on top of I mean, the, the brothel thing, I think, is in no way the dire straits of the pornography industry. Therefore, I mean, we're really, we're, we're bearing the lead. The man's a hero. The man has... Well, absolutely. And, and he should be treated The man has reached into, to... well, I wouldn't say his hard-earned, someone else's hard-earned, and yeah, paid sure. $164 for pornography. And, and, and it's illegal to steal credit card details now, is it? <laughs> um, having said that, uh, he's uh, obviously in a um, very hard way. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're, we're, we're very thoughtful of everything that he's going through. Um, now, can we just point out that I am, in fact, in Wayne Jackson Studios. Michael, you are at the esteemed Rod Carter Studios in Sydney. You are currently working in Sydney now. I need to hit you with a question without notice, okay, mate? Well, dude, we haven't been here for about a month. Yeah. You, you bring that kind of stuff up. I mean, you need to... I mean, if, if we're going to have a month's break, you gotta, it's got to make it a, a question with notice. I, I mean... No, I mean, some... to, no okay. For, for me, for the listeners who are not in Sydney, uh, and as you said, for the people in Tel Aviv, for the people around the world who want to know, you're our eyes and ears on the ground in Sydney... What has it been like the last few days following Kurt Tippett's retirement? Yeah. You can... F- like, is it, has it been a day of mourning called? Like, what, what's it... Are people stunned? Are they gathering in Hyde Park, just standing there, just going, I can't imagine a season without... Well, I, ca- I can't imagine a season. I can't imagine three <laughs> games. Well, I can't imagine three good games. I can't imagine half a game without... Well, I can't... I, I can imagine it. No, no, you're right. How, how are they coping? No, you're right. When we got the news, let me think, it was Monday? Today's Wednesday? I think it was Monday. Would that be right? Yeah, it would have been Monday. Yeah, you texted I mean, I, I, can't, I can't actually say because Sydney has been a blur since then. Yeah, and you can, yeah. you can feel it. 
Okay, you can really feel it. <laughs> you can feel it. In fact, I feel there's a bit of amnesia maybe that has set into most of the, the folk around Sydney because I've just been walking up to them just in the street and saying, hey, what do you think about Kirk Tippett? <laughs> and they say, who the fuck is Kurt Tippett? <laughs> I've never heard of the name Kurt Tippett. And you go, well, he's one of the Bondi billionaires. And they go, oh, that guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I'm with I've you. even gone down to the, be- the, the area on Bondi where Buddy hangs out. And I've walked up oh, and yeah. said, yeah. Um, they've, uh, they've had their... They've had their board shorts at half mast down in that area doing the weights. Oh, um, saddening. But yeah, no, you can really feel it because they 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 lower the flags on the on the bridge and the gov- and uh, the government yeah. house, Macquarie Street, the Parliament House. I'm no, sorry. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, uh, I imagine, and tell me if I'm wrong, but I imagine that the SCG is like the front of Buckingham Palace after Princess died. You know, you're right. Died. There's yeah, just a it's sea very of similar. flowers. Very similar, yeah. yeah, yeah. Actually, John... That's like Kensington Palace, just flowers everywhere. Yeah, John Lamar was out there kind of per- like perusing the flowers. Much like, yeah. in fact, in fact, actually, much like the Queen, people are beginning to turn against John Longmire saying, you know, you didn't deserve him. You weren't oh. good enough to him. It's actually quite interesting. He, 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 tomorrow night, I believe, he's actually going to do address to, an address to the city. Uh, really? Talking about how he felt about Kurt. Um, yep, yep, that's fair enough. Over the journey. I mean, actually, I must say, like, I looked up his figures. Uh, 178 mm. games. Two, Is that right? Two grand finals, 325 goals, and uh, 16 finals. So it, it, uh, you'd be happy with that career. Now, obviously, he didn't get the chocolates. He didn't get his, no. he didn't get his medal. Um, and obviously, Does it say there how many good games he played? Because I could put it down to one <laughs> prelim against Hawthorne in 2012. And unfortunately, he kind of in- injury plagued and the like and, you know, little adventures where, you know, his deal ended up with the Crows, you know, people getting suspended. and uh, They lost uh, draft picks for a couple of years over that when I was reading. Yeah, and the CEO wasn't suspension. he suspended for a while. Triggy, and then he came to Carlton. Yeah, <laughs> you beauty. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, you got to be happy with that career. Now, I believe it's an ankle injury. Is that right? I mean, again, he again, a it's a been a blur in Sydney. I'm, I don't know. I don't know what, what's mm. black, what's white. The whole world's upside down. Dogs are fighting cats. Oh no, oh, that happens. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> nearly quoted. What is it? No, the Bill Murray thing. Ghostbusters. Dogs and cats living together. <laughs> yeah. Um, he had an ankle reconstruction over the summer, uh-huh. I believe, and he just was. He was struggling to come back after rehab, and, and as John Longmire said, he's, he's been through a lot, and he just went, instead of telling them last October when they could do something about it, just as he's done the last seven or eight years, he's gone, nah, I'll fuck him up once more, and I'll tell them when they can't change the list. Well, that's actually a thing, isn't it? Because uh, Jimmy Bartell was saying today or yesterday that players yep. should be able to sign a replacement player by the end of January. Club should, yeah. Should they it, lose someone to injury or retirement during the preseason? So referring to so you should be allowed a January top-up player. Yeah, because the article says here at the age uh, for, for people who aren't in Australia, uh, the age is a popular newspaper in the city of <laughs> Melbourne. <laughs> we don't have to explain um, everything that happens. Hello, in Tel Aviv. Uh, yeah. Hawthorne have to keep <laughs> Hawthorne have to keep Ty Vickery on the list. When did Vickery retire? Oh, jeez. I thought that was pre. I thought that was pre-trades and everything, but obviously not. No, I don't think so. It would have been pre. It was pre-Christmas, but I'm not sure. Yeah, maybe maybe post-draft pre-Christmas. It seems like the people who annoy you most just continue that going into the next year. They do, yeah, and they. I mean, uh, what are the questions about Tippett's like uh, salary? Does that count to salary cap? Do they give him a payout? Well, how does that work? I think they have to 
Uh, he, he gets a payout of some sort. Now, apparently, uh, Kurt Tippett was signed for, uh, including this year, another uh, three years because he was in that kind of form <laughs> that he would get a long-term deal. Well, I mean, Adam, why would you? I mean, when you, when one, you see a man get three hit-outs... You meant one year at the Swans and then two years at the Gold Coast. Okay, that's what you meant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so it's up to uh, Kurt Tippett and the AFL... Uh, sorry, and the Swans to work out a deal... He may be able to take the whole lot, but they can maybe go, let's do two years at uh, 500000 instead of eight. Oh, really? So it's almost a bit kind of like, do you want your money now or do you want to wait and get the whole thing? Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure entirely how it works, but when they ask... Uh, you, know, uh, you know who'd be able to work that out for us? Our mate that? Pickers. Oh, Pick- but he probably wouldn't know about it. He, he, would, he would just be reading about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, Pickers probably, you know, was just drawing through Twitter around. Like, what? What? <laughs> I mean, he's not his client, but if he, thought, if he was Picker's client, he'd yeah. be like, what do you mean? I, I, this comes as a shock. Ankle reconstructions? What? I had no idea. Yeah. So people were asking Tom Harley this during the week, how uh, this affects the Swans and their salary cap for this year, and he was being very cagey. Wouldn't answer it. Oh, okay, gotcha. Uh, in terms of like he didn't yeah. want to answer the question or he had the kind of feeling that he kind of can't answer the question? No, well, uh, didn't want to. He kept... Um, putting it back going, oh, the AFL's got to sort this out and, you know, they'll obviously, you know, sign off on it. It's like, no, but we're asking you. Yeah, yeah. Do you have to pay? And he wouldn't answer. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Hey, SEN, can we, why don't we delve into that very quickly? There's been big yes. shake-ups there, mate. Big shake-ups. It's been incredible. Huge shake-ups. So, Hachi, uh, to our television listeners, SEN is a 24-hour sports station in Melbourne. Uh, Mate, it's the Sports Entertainment Network. Just call it what it is. It is listened to entirely by uh, men between the ages of uh, 35 and 45, no, and, and, <laughs> and 65. Uh, yep. They've obviously got the regular, you know, breakfast, uh, mornings, afternoon, uh, mm. and then from 7 till 9 on Monday to Friday, um, there was a guy called Mark Fine. Now, Mark Fine would regularly... Mate, 7 till midnight, yeah, if you don't mind. he would regularly call you a fucking idiot. Uh, and, and it was a lot of fun to listen drunk people call up and complain about the umpires. So Hutchies came in with Croc Media. They think they own 30% of that, I believe. Mm. Uh, he came in. No, I think it might be 30% of Croc Media's business. It's SEN. Anyway, what I'm doing. Uh, and he came through and everyone's gone. Like pretty much half the roster is gone, hasn't it? Half the roster has gone. They've made some huge changes. But uh, I, I, think, I think it's going to be good. they got Jared Waitley across from the ABC, which is huge. That is pretty massive, They're, isn't it? Like, to get Jared Waitley, he would be the premier caller going around at the minute. And so he has a show 9 till 12. Yes. And then also and will be KB, doing the calling. KB is in the afternoons now. Now, uh, if you're an SEN listener, what you woke each day for was the 908, that's my take. KB's take, yeah. I, I'm KB. That's my take. And which now, I didn't hear, actually. Uh, the, the post-grand final one, so the Monday after the grand final, I didn't know this, but I, I think I looked it up or something. Um, of course you did. Yeah. But the, the one after the grand final, he just played the Richmond theme song, and then it went, I'm KB, <laughs> that's my take. Did you ever hear that? No, that's very funny. It was pretty awesome, yeah. So he's on at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. I don't think he has a take, but he's on with Dr. Turf. Andy Mars back. I think they're going to – it'll settle itself down. I think it'll be good. You know, you know who's missed out on a gig, though, Adam? Who would be great on The Wiz? No, fucking us. Oh, oh well, there is that. <laughs> fucking us, 7 to 12 every night, every night of the week. 7 p.m. to 12 o'clock, how, in midnight. What, 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 we, what could we get up to? 
Five hours of junk time. Just uh, <laughs> footballers in real life. Give us a call. <laughs> oh, the boards are not lighting up. Oh shit! <laughs> Let's go to an ad for the Diamond Guys now. To our listeners in Tel Aviv, they often play an ad uh, for the Diamond Guys for the men who love women who love diamonds. Diamond Guys sponsor us. Anyway. <laughs> well, there's the uh, there's the in-depth uh, update of what's happening on Victorian radio yeah. for everyone around the country. Uh, Paddy Dangerfield has a few ideas, Adam. Well, everyone's worried about our existing 22-round fixture because mm. um, it, it, it's, it's not equal. Some teams get to play Carlton twice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, it's unfair. Some teams, like, you know, some teams will get a really good run. Like, apparently Collingwood has a really good uh, fixture this year. You know, some teams get to play a lot of teams in the top eight a lot of times. So they put it to Dangerfield. And uh, on, uh, I believe, SEN. Mm-hmm. And he said, um, most people seem to think that a 17-week season is the answer. Play everyone once. You know, you're, it, it, everyone, everyone's on a level playing field. Yeah, right? you know, even in terms of, like, uh, how many home games, but you just alternate that. So you do, what, uh, what eight one year, nine the next year. So that would be pretty much fair, wouldn't it? Yeah, and, and I guess, yeah, the eight or nine, and then you would switch with who played the home game uh, each, each year. Each year, yeah, and he, but he still also, uh, you know, that would mean less TV money going around. He was well, saying... Well, that's what he was saying, that it, everything's cut by 20%, so you, therefore you're going to have to cut their pay. Yeah, and he was saying, <laughs> hold up, buddy, <laughs> I'm, yeah, not, I'm not exactly. finished. <laughs> but yeah. I've got an idea how we can increase my pay, Okay. Here we go. What's going to happen here, Paddy? <laughs> so he said we maybe have 34 games. I like 34 it. games a year, but instead like of having 120 minutes of football, you have 18-minute mm-hmm. quarters, okay? Fixed quarters. So I imagine that means what? No time on? No time on? Uh, yeah, I'm guessing that's what he's saying, yeah. And so he was saying you play about 80 minutes of football. He said it worked out that I played about roughly five more games a year, Okay. Okay, so, so but that would also get rid of like your JLT, your AFLX, as you just go straight into the season. I suppose you do, or do you back end it? I mean, we're going to have the grand final on you know Christmas Eve or something. Well, I'm, I'm, not, well, I'm not saying that I'm not into that. I mean, obviously, uh, it would mean I can't go to Carus by candlelight, uh, <laughs> which I do well, love. Why can't you do? Why can't they just have that pre-game <laughs> in the middle of the street? Oh, pre-game entertainment. Yeah. Oh, now we're talking. Come out and do a bit yeah. of Carrots by Candlelight. Humphrey! Santa comes down. <laughs> we got uh, we got the beautiful uh, David Campbell and Sonia Kruger. Did they do it this year? I think they yes, did it this they year. Did do yeah, it of this course, because yeah. Lisa's hightailed over to 10, so can't have Carl and Lisa anymore. Mm. We do a little bit of Marina Pryor. We do a little bit of, uh, uh, a little bit of uh, um, uh, Lucy Durack. Uh, we do a little bit of oh, uh, Dennis Walter coming out, yeah. doing his numbers. Ricky Lake Coulter, she'd be there for the kids. Bit of high five people. coming out, all that jazz. Maybe mm. the Wiggles might make a little reunion, do a special appearance, and then brah, like we bounce the ball and it's fucking game on. Yeah, it's Christmas. You know what, though? I, I don't think Paddy had thought this through because if you've got 34 games and that's double the – you play each team twice, mm-hmm. why not play each team – Three times you have the fifty-one week season, Fits and then you have a, a round robin leading into New Year's. Well, what, what we got? Wait, you got fifty? Say that again. Fifty-one week season. Fifty-one week season. So you play each team three times. Yeah. Th- what do we then play finals in a week before we begin again? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna have to change our final series. We okay. Give, I will have to admit that. We give them a week off for the. 
for the footy trip. Well, the teams who don't make the the seas that don't make the finals, they've got they've got seven days off. They can do whatever they want with that. Actually, that's true. They can go as far as. <laughs> oh, you could go to Bali. Yeah, perfect. Get a good, yeah. good, a good, clean, good, clean, free five days of that, and then obviously back, back to round one. Back to round year. one, yeah. <laughs> and that way, you know how at the moment, uh, just there's too much downtime. Like you know, we're hearing about people running time trials. Who's the fastest of your team? You know, who's got the most to do this year? You know, who's come back from injury? Don't give a fuck. We've got five days off. You go see your family. You, you get around your family for five days. Yep, yep. And then you go January one. One o'clock, they go, what are you doing, love? You go, uh, I'm going to the fucking footy. It's round one. What is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I suppose the main solution is to have 34 weeks, but that, sound, that sounds unrealistic. And also, uh, uh, I haven't said that. Players will play, will play 500 games pretty easily. Um, but then also, um, oh, if your team... That would break, smash some records, But if it? your team's 0-12, like, it's a very long, another 20-odd 20, 20 weeks... Yeah, I, I, I understand what you're saying, but I, I like it. Like, if you can go, if you're at 33 and 0, to be the first team to be 34 <laughs> and zip, it's something to aim for. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Hey, tell you what's impressive, Adam. Talk to me. AFLX, coming up, my friend. It's coming up. I am fucking excited, mate. Oh, uh, today, it wasn't about the Oscar nominations for people. Well, essentially, it was Oscar nominations for, uh, for football people today. Yeah. By the fact the AFL revealed AFLX. Um, mm. They had a couple of personalities out the front announcing uh, each, each, uh, each game. Uh, okay. There was Gabby Greco. Uh, <laughs> really? Because they're back together. Gabby Greco. There was... Uh, Her and Jeffrey got back together at Christmas, which is... Fuck, what a Christmas miracle. There was Barry Round. Barry Round was there. Really? Yeah, Barry Round? Barry Round was there. So they announced the games are going to be played at Hindmarsh on the 14th of Feb. 15th of Feb, okay. and then the matches at Etihad the day after, and then the matches at Allianz here in Sydney. Because uh, it's the, on a square field, isn't it? It's on a square field, yeah. Yeah, or rectangle. Well, I think the dimension, di- oblong. It's an oblong film. Oblong, okay. Dimensions are roughly. They're going to play it on a. They're going to play it on a rhombus. Yeah, it's they? about 100 between 100 and 120 meters long and 60 to 70 meters wide. So that's a bit wishy-washy for me. I, if I'm going to play AFLX, I need to know my dimensions. Well, yeah, I mean, you've got to train as you so play, don't you? I can't be... I, you can't, you go, yeah, you, you kick can't. it out in the full. You go, well, I thought I was playing on a 60-metre ground, not 70. Yeah, they would have gone straight down his throat on a 60-metre. It's <laughs> <laughs> falling short on a 70. Yeah. i tell you who's not getting an, enough credit. Now, they, they say he was given the keys to the, to the Ferrari, right? Leon Cameron, he's one of the most astute coaches... In the league, probably the, the stable genius, I like to call oh, it. That's how I see it. Man's profound. Man's profound. What, yeah, I, I get a feeling that he let out a few words of wisdom and that well, you're going well, to replay them to me. Well, when he was talking about the AFLX, right, he said this, and, and people, if you're standing, sit down because you're just going to gonna be blown away. Your legs are going to go. They're going to go wobbly. Mm-hmm. Okay? He said, in reference to AFLX, he said, I think there's a real sense of the unknown. Wow. He said that about a game... That's never been played, <laughs> that's made up last year, and that no one's ever seen before in their lives. He said, sense of the unknown. And that's what I love, the understatement of Leon Now, how, now let me get it clear. Have, have the Giants signed him up for another three years for that kind of comment? Oh, I would say longer. <laughs> oh, if, he's, if he's not a lifetime Giants coach from here on in, no matter what You'd happens, You'd want him through to at least surprised. 20, 30, yeah. Now, also, yeah. Now, okay, you're a football fan. 
Love football. What is sweeter for your your team? Because they're all mm. split into like uh, different pools. Three is it? The three pools. Yeah, like three. Uh, uh, six of three. Yep. What is sweeter for your mm. team to finish on top of your pool mm. of AFLX? Yeah. Or for Carlton to win the 2018 Premiership? I mean, it's a foolish question. It's a foolish question. So that's on me. That's on me. Yeah. To look back and go, we were the inaugural AFLX Premiers. Yeah. I mean, fuck. It doesn't even compare. (laughs) But we're not really Premiers. Now, why don't we quickly go through and we'll try and work out the group of death. Okay. Can we try that? Oh, yes. Can you tell me the groups? Okay. So Pool A, Port Adelaide, Geelong, Frio. So Port, Geelong, they're okay. Frio, not so great at the minute. But you never know. 2018, brand new year. Yeah. Uh, P B Adelaide Eagles. Oh, clash of that uh, elimination final. Mm. No, I tell a lot that was against Port Adelaide. Uh, Adelaide Eagles. Just going to be a good game. <laughs> and then Collingwood. Yeah. Uh, Carlton Melbourne North. So they're all middle of the roadish North. Obviously, bottom out this year. Yeah, but you say that North were the guinea pigs for AFLX when the AFL itself, as a body, ah, so wanted they got to a try touch. They got a touch of experience. Yeah, they. It's not a sense of the unknown for So them. essentially, for them, Brad the Scott known. would be saying we're going into the known. Yes. Uh, it, what I'm saying is they should be short-priced odds to finish the top of their pool. Okay, another pool, Hawthorne, Essendon, St Kilda. So again, you know, uh, scanning middle, what that kind of 8th to 12th uh, kind of range. Yeah. No. Nah. Uh, sure, here we go. Giants, Richmond, Brisbane. Yep, yep. Giants, Richmond, oh. Brisbane. So we've got two tops. And then the Lions. And then you've got a team who wants to bond and has Luke Hodge, who, as a man who's been around the traps, yeah. he would know how to... He'd be the general at AFLX. Obviously, uh, Brisbane legend, Luke, Luke Hodge. Four-time premiership yeah. player. Brisbane yeah. legend, Luke. Uh, and then, obviously, for the final one, we have Swans, Dogs, and, John, and Gold Coast. So, we, again, have two... You know, Swannies up there, Dogs, obviously, not this year, and Gold Coast eh, in the middle. Look, Group I'd probably say the, uh, the, one, the, the one first before. one. The first one, the Geelong one. Geelong, Port Frio? I think that's your group of group death. Group of death? Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Because, you know, uh, there's every chance that uh, Frio could just throw Harley Bunnell in there. And there's your unknown. There's, yeah, that is. Uh, yeah, there are, there are known knowns that we know. And then there are known unknowns. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, Harley. So Harley's now not there for a while. He got suspended. He's been playing at a waffle team. Uh, after getting in a scuffle with a nightclub bouncer and uh, and also yeah. for being out on the drink night before a training session, which he then therefore missed. Yes. Uh, he's been fined. Their, their, first training, their first training session. Oh, for the year. Oh, really? Oh, for that yeah, period. Yeah, absolutely. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Now, they had the team photo at Fremantle today. They all gathered to put on their, they put a, you know, got the jumpers all shiny, put up their socks, went and did it. the team photo. Harley Bennell wasn't yeah. there, but they left a seat empty for him to mm. Photoshop him into the photo. You know, as an AFL footballer, I don't think anything motivates you more than thinking, (laughs) I could be photoshopped in (laughs) to my team photo. There is nothing, no greater uh, honour than people going, you look a little bit more pale than everyone else. You go, wasn't there. And they go, were you photoshopped? You go, yes, mate. I was fucking photoshopped. Do you see those photoshops though? Like, it's usually very, very obvious that they weren't there. Oh, the, the shadows on the wrong side. Yeah, of the Yeah, yeah, they're like five years they're a younger. Bit bigger. <laughs> yeah, they're a little bit bigger than everyone else. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I saw the one from Brisbane. Luke Hodge is actually wearing a Hawthorne jumper, 
But it's like, it's like it's a Power Ranger jumper. Like I'm like, guys, yeah. come on, easy yeah, to fix. It could fix. have been there. <laughs> it could I, have turned up. I didn't realise they go to that kind of technicality though. That they would maybe leave a chair empty for Harley Benel. I I have never heard of this. Usually it's someone tacked on the side or yeah, up the they're very behind. Back. Yeah, yeah. Just a head, a floating head. No, you're right. At the back of the team photo. But yeah, to leave a space. But that that's just motivation for Harley. He will see that and be like, that's my spot. That's where I belong. That would have been. That's from the bra- that's the brainchild of Ross Lyon, mate. Oh, he gets into your head, doesn't he? Yeah, that's why he, he's he the knows best. how to motivate players. Yeah, exactly. You know what? He, you know what I reckon they've done. You know, I reckon they uh, they said, you know, the suspension. We could do that for, we could do that for six weeks. I think he got seven weeks. I think training with the other team with the waffle team. Peel Thunder, mate. He's got to go back. Peel to Peel Thunder, Thunder. There we go. That's right. Peel Thunder. That's the team that turned Colin Sylvia around. So this <laughs> team is very good at redeeming players. <laughs> but I reckon they've gone. You know what? We can give him. Six weeks. Yeah. And he'll come back and I'll be fine. But yeah. during that seventh, seventh week, during that seventh yeah. week, you know what's happening? We've got the team photo. Yeah. Let's hit him where it hurts. Yeah, let's break him. <laughs> How do you reckon you'd feel if you were the coach of Peel Thunder? They go, oh, you got, uh, you got uh, Harley Bernal. You go, fucking hell, mate. Like last time. Oh, here's Colin Sylvie. Oh, for fuck's sake. Mate. Yeah, no worries. And then, uh, and then next week we've got the biker that lived with Bob Thompson. He's going to come down and have a kick around. What the? <laughs> yeah, Zach, Zach Dawson's got a couple of kids. Oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, but we'll just ta- quickly, can yeah. I just go quickly back onto the AFLX? One thing that I have been hearing is that, you know how last year we laughed and said, who the fuck's going to play? It's just going to be the, the last... 10 players on the list. Word on the street that I've been hearing is that a lot of teams are going to be playing high-profile players to get uh, miles into their legs. Oh, really? Actually, so it's not, not just going to be, you know, people on the list, uh, you know, from, you know, 28 to... No, it's not going to be a hit and giggle. It's going to be uh, teams... Because I think there's only two JLT games this... I believe you're uh, right, yeah. Yeah, I think only two games. And then they do the round robin, yeah, the quick round robin. But also the AFLX, like, they're shorter games, obviously, and they're, they uh, are yeah. no limit on rotations and the like. So they're... Yeah, they're not going to be running around a great deal, but they're going to be running maybe at high intensity. High intensity, which it's, it's match simulation. You can't do that at training. You cannot simulate a match at training. People have tried it. It doesn't work. <laughs> Because you go go chase that ball, you're like, fuck off. And you're like, okay, sorry. But in a match, when someone's wearing opposition colours, oh. Well, that's handy. And do you think maybe the AFL's leaned on a few clubs as well? Saying, you know, make, actu- make sure that, you know, uh, your actual players are playing, like your danger fields and your, your dusties. Hey, looking good in the bonds ad, hey? Dusty Martin. Yeah, absolutely. There's got to be some uh, monetary incentive from the AFL to get some good players out of them. You'd park. imagine so, yeah, yeah. Uh, Adam, mm. the Perth Stadium was open to the public on the weekend. Oh, this is possibly the greatest stadium that's ever been built. Am I right in saying it that? It actually does look pretty cool. Perth Stadium, so yeah. it's, uh, let me think, Optus Stadium, if I remember correctly. Yes. Uh, yeah. Open its gates for a bit of an open day for the people of the good people of Perth. Fremantle yeah. Dockers fans and West Coast Eagles fans were walking hand in hand, taking in the delight. Uh, they are leaving the grounds of Subiaco and they're going to head down to Perth Stadium to take it in. It did look very impressive and it would be... I mean, a modern stadium is fun with all the modern technology and also all the kind of, I suppose, brand new facilities, the best of technology. Yeah, you say that, but, um, you know, you go down to Etihad Stadium and you just look at it and you go, well, there's not a running track around the outside. (laughs) So this is not a real stadium. You know, just little things like that. They're just the things that you miss out on. 
I mean, you look at some of the American stadiums, like they're they're incredible. Like the like the yeah. uh, is it Levi Stadium in San Francisco, where it's the, literally chair to chair service, isn't it? Like you just push a few buttons Pretty or much. order on an app or got, something, and they it's got bloody Wi Fi. <laughs> yeah, Wi Fi. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. a stadium with Wi Fi. Yeah. Have you ever yeah. had a that, stadium with Wi Fi? Really well. <laughs> 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 Gee, I can't understand why this Wi Fi isn't working. There's only eighty five thousand people trying to tap into it. Uh, and they uh, and also they're getting oh so so the numbers that went so they am I right to say that over a hundred thousand people went to that open day? Apparently, a hundred twenty thousand people showed up for a look around. Through. Yeah, that's amazing. It's turned up. No one was even playing. They just rocked up. They go fuck, mate. What what are you doing tomorrow? Don't know. Yeah, we're checking out stadium. I mean, it's even more remarkable by the fact that they actually managed to get there. By the fact, obviously, as we've talked about before on the pod, they mm. do not have their footbridge ready yet over the Swan. I know I can see your face. Uh, you're emotional. You're not happy about it. Well, if you're gonna if you're gonna build a true stadium experience, yeah. you cannot do it without a footbridge. Mm. Even the MCG is quickly learning that that it will become one of the uh, probably worst stadiums in the world. <laughs> Because it doesn't have a footbridge. Yeah, we've said that from day one on this show. You got no footbridge. You got no stadium. Now they they are building one. Okay, they are building one, uh, and it's going to cost about eighty million bucks. I think if that's correct. Is so, this in Perth? Yeah, in Perth. Okay, they're going to build one. They're going to be open in May, and also I think it was this week or even today, the first pieces began to fall into place. Uh, so much so that the uh, transport minister of WA government. Uh, arrived at a media conference on the banks of Swan River. Oh, that's confidence. This is kind of a bit of show poning right here. She arrived uh, on the banks of a river, uh, Swan River, in a truck. Oh, really? Yeah, carrying the first of seven, yeah. 72 locally built steel components for the bridge. So the transport minister just showed up <laughs> on a big old truck. Going, bah, 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 bah. She showed up to the media conference going, see that on the back of that truck right now? Guess where it's yeah. going? In the fucking water. Get it done, boys. <laughs> you know there's only one way to turn up on the banks of the swan, and that's to be dripping wet, yep. running from a booze bus and saying, someone saying, aren't you the captain of the West Coast Eagles? <laughs> uh, the only way. Knocking on the door of a restaurant telling, can I borrow your phone? <laughs> <laughs> but the West Australian Premier, during when he was uh, talking about the uh, the Perth Stadium, he said that it should have a it should have the grand final. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I think the grand final is at the MCG until twenty thirty seven, I believe. That is correct. Yeah, and he was saying that they should have the grand final in WA. Uh, it was almost like a repayment for their uh, the way they feel they've been screwed over in GST payments. Yeah. So uh, all of a sudden, because of the federal government. Uh, screwing the Western Australian people through GST, they should get a grand final, should they? Yeah, yeah. Is that the way it works? Yeah, yeah, because they've been paying kind of... Well, uh, in, in terms of the mining boom, stuff was equally distributed, so they feel they didn't get their fair share of a cut, yeah. Look, Tom, uh, if you want to go and watch an early episode of the show on ABC Comedy called Tonightly, there's a very strong breakdown of that, OK? <laughs> <laughs> no-one wants to see that, mate. But can I just say... That uh, we, we talked about the MCG not having a uh, footbridge. footbridge. Where it's about to change. The, the MCG has realised that that is a huge error. And now this is this is the reason that I don't go to the MCG. Mm-hmm. Okay, Michael. Yeah. Now where where they want to build the footbridge? If you've ever been to the MCG, if you get off of Richmond Station, you have to leave Richmond Station and you have to cross Brunton Avenue. And it's and it's okay. it's hairy. It's like a game of Frogger. It's, 
Well, it's a busy street. Yeah. It's a very bu- It's a thoroughfare. It's a thoroughfare. It could take you from Punt Road into the city. Yeah. That's how people do that. Except on game day when they block it off and only allow pedestrians on. And there's a kindly policeman waving you over going, come on, good sir. Come yeah, on, good so, sir. Uh, Melbournians won't have that. <laughs> what we want is we want to be able to just walk above that when you leave Richmond Station yeah. and not even think about Brunton Avenue, not even think what happens if a car, you know, I know there's thousands of people here but and there's barriers and there's cops, but what if someone, you know, just gets their golf buggy and drives it down here? I want to be above that. I need to walk straight to the MCG. Absolutely. I don't want to see any Absolutely. fucking Absolutely. What's the fun of walking across the road normally when you could walk hmm. across a footbridge and throw bricks over the edge hitting on by oncoming cars? We've That's not a bad... And particularly, like, players who are going into the underground car parks, you're going to have pot shots at them. They don't have to get there as early. We actually got an email from Mitchell, okay, if I can read it, on the topic of footbridges. It says, thank you, Mitchell, for the email. Only hot off the press, like only about 40 minutes ago. Uh, Hello, gents. As a new Sydney Sydney cider, I've become aware of another footbridge that might be worth some love on the podcast. It goes over Anzac Parade between Surrey Hills and the SCG. So this is the bridge kind of connecting the... It's a lovely... Connecting the parklands. It's a lovely little footbridge, isn't it? Yeah, kind of a twirly-whirly footbridge, actually. They've made it a bit straighter because it makes the walk a bit longer. Bit of a twirly-whirly footbridge kind of over the parklands, over the road, into the towards the SCG. Uh, it's no Adelaide Oval footbridge, I'm sure, but perhaps we can tie the two cities together by naming this one the Kurt Tippett Memorial Footbridge. I think that's very kind. <laughs> he represented the swans and crows, and the efforts of the police horses during the Ashes Test is surely a tribute to his performances in the 2014 Go Hawks and 2016 Grand yep. Finals. Both conveniently on Fox Footy today. Yours in Sport Mitchell. That's very kind. Ah, oh, I'm bummed out. Yeah, I was appreciate at, that. Was bummed out. I was at work. I could have got to watch those grand finals. Yeah, no, it's a real shame. Uh, but the, also in this article, it says why the MCG needs a facelift. Uh, one of the reasons being the MCG has not been renovated since the rebuild of the members stand in early 2006. So it's been like 12 years since it's had a freshener. Oh, they haven't had time. You know what they need to do. Get the people from the block. What about the block MCG? <laughs> if you get Darren Jolly back there, yeah, you get yeah. Scotty Cam down there. Yeah, that's he's awesome. like, come on, we need a stand. Let's go. And we've only got, get a footbridge we've only got three days. They got to do it before, like, <laughs> d- like before the Richmond Carlton game on the Thursday in round one. Okay, and they're like going to start on the yeah. Monday. A very special edition of the block. And they're like, we got three days. We got to build a bridge from Richmond Station yeah. to the MCG on a budget. Of $5,000. Can we do it? <laughs> <laughs> and what better way to test that than with 40,000 people <laughs> stomping across it? I'd watch that. Hey, uh, you know who I feel uh, sad for? Who's that? At this time of year when footy's just about to start, you're feeling sad I know, we've got the women's game starting up very shortly. Uh, I feel very yeah. sad about uh, Jake Kelly. I feel sad about Jake Kelly. You sad about I mean, Jake Kelly? Well... I mean, he lost. He lost a. Uh, he lost the grand final, but um, he's got a lot of a big future ahead of him. He's only been there two, three years at the Adelaide Crows. And, no, you're uh, right. No, playing a grand final. He's going to be a superstar backman. Yeah, I think it's going to be. You know, what, what's to be sad about? He's got his whole future ahead of him. Well, especially at Christmas time. Christmas time is a happy time. Christmas time. He's sad. It, at Christmas. I know. It's, I know. I can't a, believe it either. Because obviously, Adelaide boy, heads back yeah. to Melbourne. Yep. Uh, you crash at mum and dad's, don't you? You got to save a bit oh, of that yeah. coin, don't you? Oh, absolutely. You're not staying with friends. You're not staying at Airbnb. You go, Mum, Dad, I'm crashing with you guys. Put me up. Also, Dad, 
dad, uh, you manage a lot of players. You're fucking minted. <laughs> he would be minted. Because of course his dad's Craig Kelly. Yeah, he would be minted. Yeah. So he shows up, mm. family home, and then he realizes one thing that kind of takes a little bit of, bit of the spring out of his step. He didn't buy a present on KK. <laughs> yeah, no, no one got him an, a uh, a uh, remote control BB-8 for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> That's no good. Yeah, he uh, he said a quote here. I saw my old man's premiership medal and I walked downstairs to the car each morning. So every time I looked at that, it dawned on me, I wasn't a premiership player. Fuck. That's hard work, isn't it? It is, especially to know that you know his dad treasures it so much that he puts it in the hallway down to the garage. That actually made me wonder, like, where does he put it? Like, <laughs> is it hanging from like a a hat stand in the near the door, or like, you know, some, some people kind of hang their keys by the, the by the front door. Yeah. He's got oh yeah, he got the or keys for the Honda, for the Toyota, and the, got the Premiership <laughs> medal and the Premiership medal. Or does he hang it down from the roof? You know how some people hang a tennis ball, so when you're coming into the garage. You don't when it hits the windscreen. You know not to go any further. Yeah, you're yeah. Hit the back of the or is scratch it? car. So he hangs it down. You see the Premiership medal hit the windscreen. He goes, better stop. Or is it the thing of uh, you know how some people put Christmas ornaments on their front door? Yeah. Is that what uh-huh. Craig Kelly does every year? Just yeah. like hangs the medal out the front. Goes, Merry medal, fucking yeah. Christmas, mate. <laughs> what if you were a Premiership player? Where would your Premiership medal be? Around my neck at all times. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same as you. Yeah. I would have... Oh, this? Yeah, no, I played in the premiership. I mean... What was it? 27 years ago? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Fuck yeah. I mean, Kevin Murray, he, he wears the brown lay around his neck, but he's turned it into a necklace. So he's taken the band, he's taken the blue band off it and now wears it. Yeah, well, he wears it as, as, as a necklace, like a gold chain, essentially, with the, with the brown lay metal. Did you not wear it? No, he wears it as a necklace? I did not know that. Oh, well, fuck, I'm very, very good at football trivia. And he, um, he wears it as a necklace, and so... Uh, although I don't know if he'd call it a necklace. He'd be like, it's fucking, it's fucking Brownlow power, mate. Um, <laughs> uh, but he wears it around the neck. And so the premiership medal, you'd, you'd have to take it off the, off the ribbon. Cloth. Yeah. yeah. To wear it as but a you necklace. Know, you know what looks good is like a 75-year-old man with a gold chain around his neck with a Brownlow <laughs> attached to it. Yeah. If you want to get the lady, I don't know if he's married or what's going on there, but he would be, the ladies would be coming for it. But him. in Kevin Murray's fucking uh, defence... Yeah, he had tats before tats were the thing. Oh. Like he had tats back in the day. Like when you, if yeah. you had tats, you were hardcore. Okay, none of these yeah. fucking. Oh look at me, I've got a fucking sleeve. I got the fucking Australian flag. I'm a fucking forearm. Oh look at me, I'm fucking hard. No, he had them when it was like, if 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 a guy with tats came your way, you walked the other way. You killed yourself <laughs> just to fucking yeah, just to get yeah. it over with. Just happen, make bother. it happen quick, not slow. Yeah. This is in the days before you had a guy with tats who moved into your house and you didn't even know that they were there. <laughs> this is before those days. Uh, uh, Poor Jake Kelly, though. He would, he's trying to go back to mum and dad. It's like, come on, dad, fucking hide the, hide hide the, the medal. Hide the medal. Yeah, if there's one thing, like I've had a, if there's one moment of the year that you might think I'm a bit sensitive about, it's yeah. having a premiership medal flaunted in my face. Dad, yeah. stop, stop, stop borrowing the cup from Collingwood. And yeah, <laughs> bringing and it holding, over, yeah. And, and pouring <laughs> using it as a beer glass at yeah. dinner each night. Dad, why do we have to have Christmas Day and a premiership <laughs> reunion? Like, why, why are all 22 players... Why is Mick McGuan uh, pissing in the pool, Dad? Why is he here? How did Damien Monkhurst get through those doors, Dad? What the fuck? He says, uh, uh, Jakey says, we had a great opportunity to become one. No, oh, a great opportunity to become one. You know those, they, they, they premiership mates, you'd be mates for the rest of your life. Except, Absolutely. except for the people you fucking hate. 
Uh, so it's yep. become one, but we didn't. And little things like Richmond being on TV or Facebook or social media, wherever it may be, are the ones mm. that really get to me personally. So poor Jakey again. He's trying to put you his know, mind off. He's got the premiership medal hanging from the door. Yeah. Putting his his mind dad picked him up from the airport, drove him past the MCG. Said, so, you know what, it didn't happen on the final the day of September. <laughs> He said, I hung around. I hung around until until all of the Tigers yeah. had got their medal. And I said, I've got one of them too. So yeah. poor little Jakey, he gets on social media and he's seen it as well. Yeah, no, it's, it's tough. And also, uh, I know Craig Kelly had a Dustin Martin haircut. <laughs> and whenever, uh, whenever um, uh, Jake would walk into the room, they'd play Bright Eyes by the Killers. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Bright Eyes. It's fucking killing. <laughs> He'd just play the uh, Richmond theme song and then been, I'm Craig Kelly. That's my take. <laughs> That's my take. It hasn't all been going great in Adelaide, Adam. Well, no, the, you know, they're already worried. Like, season hasn't even started. They're worried about Rory Sloan not being there in 2019 because he's uh, obviously going to be a free agent, uncontracted free agent at the end of the season, can go where he wants. Uh, and so they're stressing about it already, mm-hmm. which is putting pressure on the young man. I mean, he's not that young. He's 26. But uh, Mark Bickley said that they should offer him a five-year deal, right, but... He said that Rory Sloan wouldn't take that because it wouldn't be appealing to stay in Adelaide for another five years. So he wouldn't want to play out the rest of his career in Adelaide? He doesn't want to be there. He wants to start a young family. He doesn't want them starting off their little lives in Adelaide. He's worried for them. Oh, I think Adelaide would be quite a pleasant place to raise children. I think it'd be wonderful. Oh, I have, I have no problem. No bad people have come out of Adelaide, ever. <laughs> uh, yeah, let me think. Hey, so he'd be, he, he's like the big name for the year this year. So we're going to go through that whole process again. Will they, won't they... And, I mean, Dusty's one of the few that actually did stay. Hey, yeah. yeah. And the other one is uh, Tom Lynch from Gold Coast, mm-hmm. who, you know, he's so coming back to Melbourne. Okay, call it right now. Does Rory Sloan stay? Also, who's in the picture for Rory? So, Dusty really only had North Melbourne on the table. He had St Kilda for a little bit, but it wasn't, yep. like, it wasn't like a Giants or a, it wasn't like a top team competing for a flag right away. Like, a, say, a Deludio went off to Giants probably thinking, hey, well, I reckon I'm going to get one pretty quick right here. Yeah, <laughs> guess, I'm certainly not going to get one originally. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, uh, the Saints, like, they weren't going to win the flag this year, last year. Sorry, Correct. North weren't going to win the flag. Uh, and so, uh, you, you know, who are, are, there, are there top echelon teams that are pushing for Rory Sloan? Well, everyone keeps throwing Collingwood up okay. uh, every time this sort of stuff is mentioned. But they bat very deep in the midfield. And the other thing is that they're apparently going to be going for uh, for um, Tom Lynch. Yeah, okay. So it's kind of like you can't fucking get everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Collingwood for a long time, not so much now, but Collingwood for a long time were in every conversation, weren't they? Yes, yeah. for, for everyone. Based, not for Dusty, but for everyone else that's ever come up. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't the idea back in the day. Juddy would have happily gone there, but also no one wanted to deal with Collingwood. John Brown, yeah. wasn't he going to go to Collingwood Brown. for a while? Yeah. yeah. So, Nick Rewalt. Yeah, gotcha. Every single name. Yeah. So thrown, but, uh, Kevin I mean, Murray, look, he was going to go to Collingwood. Um, oh, that was in, nine, that was in 2008. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, the one team that will be brought up again, because they've got a bloody war chest, Michael, a is North chest. Melbourne. They've got fucking money to burn. Yeah, okay, yeah. So they didn't spend it on Dusty, so they've got it to... Yeah, they've, they've, they're, it's sitting around. It's sitting around somewhere. It's sitting around... Well, it's probably sitting around in cash at Arden Street. We should make a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make a beeline down there. Because what was I, it? I it was, it was what, what, 1.4 or something a year or it was something... I think it was closer to 1.8. Yeah, like It was gotcha. enormous. Because wasn't it... It was like 12 million over seven years or something like that. Like, it was it was the biggest temptation that Dusty could have had. Yeah. Uh, and he said no to it. And so you just... But then Rory Sloan 
depending on how North play this year, you, I just can't. I can't see him going to North Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. No, you aren't. You aren't. But then everyone's coming out and going. You know what would be great is if Rory just let us know or let Adelaide supporters know halfway through the season. Just tell us if you're going to go. It's fine. We don't mind. <laughs> just let us know. And when he plays at the at the Adelaide Oval, we yeah. will we will rejoice. Absolutely, because he's told us he's been honest with we us. We will say really nice things to him from over the boundary yeah. and as he comes yeah. towards the boundary. We will say yeah. incredibly kind things. And, and look, we have no knowledge of any form of uh, family history or anything. We, we, we don't even know if he has relatives that might be female. We're not going to bring up anything. If we did, we wouldn't bring it up. We're not that kind of people. We wouldn't throw fruit at him. We wouldn't do anything. We're not. We're just... We're, we're, we're really... Lovely Adelaide people. We don't do that shit. Hey, uh, Adelaide legend returned to Adelaide not too long ago, and now he's made his debut on 5AA. To our Tel Aviv listeners, that's a radio station in Adelaide, talkback station, <laughs> Malcolm Blight. Malcolm Blight has joined 5AA doing about an hour or two on the afternoon on weekdays, and I'm probably maybe part of the coverage on the weekends. Uh, You'd hope so. You know what we need to hear? What football needs is more blighty. Well, I mean, that's the thing, like, uh, a journeyman too, like he's been all around the place. But he, yeah. uh, he now he's talking about uh, he's been revealing little blighty tidbits. I reckon. Oh yeah, that's been good. And he talked about right here. He said we're playing a game in Perth. Uh, let me mm. find a year. I don't know if there is a year. I don't think we got a year at all. No, playing a game in Perth. So oh, probably coaching Adelaide. I reckon. Yeah, would have been coaching Absolutely, Adelaide. Yeah. 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 Um, so I actually put an earpiece in the runner. I did. This is true. He stayed out on the ground virtually the whole game and I was talking to him throughout the game with an earpiece coming from me. On the way back to the plane, the umpires came up to me and said, we're going to have to report you. We got a letter. Don't do that again. That's very naughty. I don't think that was in the letter, okay? I know it was probably 97, 98. I don't think the letter, or 99, the letter didn't say from, uh, let me see, would have been Wayne Jackson, the esteemed Wayne Jackson at that time. Absolutely. He would have been furious. Dear Malcolm, do not put an earpiece in your runner. It's very naughty. That's not the (laughs) Wayne Jackson I know. No. Uh, we avoided it then but because they started talking about a half-million-dollar fine and losing points. Now, putting an earpiece in the... In the uh, giving the earpiece uh, to a runner, surely that's not worth losing points. Surely. Oh, you know what that tells me, though? Are those... That grand final, those premierships... I don't know which year this oh, is, uh, if this is 96 uh, or 97, uh, uh, but... I'm sorry, Adelaide supporters, but you are tainted. One-time premiership team, and that is it. I, I can't cop this. Who knows what Blighty was doing on Grand Final day? If he's if he's already done this, you know he could he could know sign language. It could have been Morse code. Yeah. Any levels that they would have gone to to win a Grand Final, this has really it's kind of tarnished the Adelaide Crows. No wonder no wonder Rory Sloan wants to get out of there. Uh, well, yeah, no, I mean, I, 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 I agree with you. I'd actually put a line through 97, 98 straight away. You'd get rid of them both? Yeah, I'd take the medals back. I'd say, guys, okay. uh, we'll shout your tattoo removal, <laughs> okay? Yep. Uh, Andrew Jarman, we'll pay for the liposuction. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew McLeod, you've gone from two-time Norm Smith medalist yep. to no-time Norm Smith yep, medalist, actually, like yeah, all of us, no, no. like and, the rest and, of the country. And, and therefore... Uh, that that reneges that initial friendship you had with Leighton Hewitt that now you don't have, yep. but we want to yeah. take away those memories, the good memories, where Leighton was like, oh, <laughs> oh, I really admire you. You're a two-time Norseman medalist. Now, Leighton would obviously yeah. approach you and go, yeah, whatever, mate. You didn't, you know, you, yeah. you, you played fine. Oh, yeah, no big deal. Now, can I just ask, okay, so I, I'm just, I'm just uh, fact-checking Blighty's story. He says, on the way back, so they were playing in Perth, obviously, against the West Coast Eagles. 
On the way, uh, way back on the plane, the umpires came up to me and said, we're going to have to report you, right? Now, are not all umpires based in Melbourne? Why would they be on the same flight as Blighty? Oh, to head back to Adelaide. Yeah, why are they doing... Who, who does a, a stopover? That's a really interesting... It's a, a four-hour flight, mate. A, why, are you, why are you putting Adelaide into the mix? That's a really interesting flaw in the story. So, that's now we don't have the year. So I, I do genuinely believe, I remember correctly, that this was Adelaide, okay? But... Oh, I th- it has to be Adelaide because otherwise he wouldn't have spoken about it. That's He's r- in Adelaide on an Adelaide radio station... He's all fucking Adelaide, mate. Okay, so in that case, we're giving the premierships back to the Adelaide Crows because uh, Andrew McLeod, you got your medals back. Uh, Jars, we're not paying for the lipo anymore. <laughs> if, the, if this little flaw you picked up in the story is correct, if we've, put it, we've crunched the numbers, put it together, yeah. Blighty is a fucking bullshit artist. <laughs> <laughs> so should we go, is there someone... Um, We've like broken a, a this wide authority? open, Adam. We've broken it wide open. Yeah. Is there a greater authority that we can go to to get bloody off air, is what I'm saying. Like, you can't just, you can't just talk fiction on air, can you? This is, this is fucking AFL fake news right here, okay? We're calling it. The, the umpires would not be back on the plane going from Perth to Adelaide, unless there was some kind of weird stopover, if they're on their way back to Melbourne. What, were they flying compass? <laughs> Is that what was happening? Did they used to stop over? Anset? Were Anset stopping over at fucking Adelaide? Uh, no wonder they went bust. Anset would have been going. They went down in uh, 2001. Yeah, 2001. Yeah, probably a better phrase to use when you're talking planes. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah their, their, their market share crushed to the ground in uh, yeah. 2001. <laughs> uh, Brisbane Bears reunited. The 1987 uh, Brisbane Bears. About time. The inaugural team. The inaugural team. It yeah. was beautiful. It was beautiful. So uh, it, was, it was Mark Choco Williams's idea to get the inaugural Brisbane Bears team back together at his house in Melbourne. Mm. And players from all around the country came around to, to hang out. And they were all told to bring a uh, piece of apparel that they were given in their playing days uh, with the Brisbane Bears. That's quite and sweet. So they all rocked up with, uh, you know, track suits and all that kind of stuff. But... The one thing that kind of... It's, it's a beautiful story. It's a lot of fun. These guys, they went through some hardships. They trained at Carrara. They trained in sheds, mate. You know, they, oh, they yeah, did it was it hideous. Tough. They didn't have training grads, yeah. They had that song, we're tough, we're tough, we're mean, we're mean. Anyway, go on. So they did it They did it tough. All these guys, they get together 30 years on. They're at Choco's. But the one thing that kind of sullies it is that there's a man there... By the name of Warwick the Wiz <laughs> Wearing what to be to be half high viz top, half <laughs> Sydney Swans top. That if I, I think I looked on the picture, I think he, I think it had been autographed by himself. Yeah. <laughs> and also <laughs> half half current Sydney Swans jumper with the Harbour Bridge in it. Yeah, which yeah. they didn't wear during Kappa's days. So this is a new item of apparel that he signed himself. Yeah. He Not m- from that time. Oh, he might have been. They might have brought that jumper in by then. Yeah, but the thing I, I was thinking to myself when I saw that photo, if it, was, if, if, if it truly was inaugural Brisbane Bears, then he shouldn't have been there. But the fact he didn't get there till about 89, if I remember correctly. So 87, yeah, he was right. still at the Swans. So he kicked 100 in the qualifying final at Waverley Park. I was there. Hawthorne won by 97 points I'm going to go with. And that's okay. that day he took the big mark on Langford when he turned sideways on Langford. So he right. kicked his 100th in that game. And so, so literally, 
literally, uh, like, everyone kind of thought, oh, gee, fuck, it'd be a bit shit fucking, you know, hanging out in a party with Wiz. If, yeah. if that is true and that was meant to be inaugural people, Wiz has literally rocked up to that party. <laughs> Wiz has crashed that party. He has crashed that party, <laughs> which is the no worst scenario ever. <laughs> if, you, if, you're, if you're on a party and you go, okay, Wiz knows, okay? Wiz knows we're doing everything we can. We, we've got security around the... We've electrified the fence and then you hear this... Yeah, 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 pa. Can I just stop you there and say... You don't need to say Wiz has crashed the party because Wiz is never invited to a party. Let's just, let's just assume Every party Wiz has crashed the fucking party. <laughs> so they're all, you know what I love too is they're, all, they're in Choco's backyard. So he's got a lovely backyard, a pool there and everything. But uh, so the players are standing around. There's probably about 20 of them or so, and a couple of them are holding Sharon's. Now the Sharon's that they are holding is the promotional ball that remember Mark Williams got Dustin Martin to the MCG to promote a new football he was bringing out. Oh gee, I have a vague memory of that. Would that be one of those See, footballs where you put your hands on it and show you how yeah, to do it's a different talk? Yeah, and, and, and it also had a better sweet spot, so it taught you how to uh, kick better yeah, sure, and more sure. accurately. I'm sure when it, when I'm sure that when story happened, we probably spoke very positive, positively <laughs> on the <laughs> on the pot about it. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, Choco has a lot of them at his house, <laughs> and. The players are holding them in these photos because clearly Choco's not moving a lot of units. A lot of them look brand new. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hardly so touched. Cho- yeah, so Choco can't even move to his own merchandise. <laughs> Speaking of merchandise, if you want to get some uh, Junk Time AFL podcast <laughs> stubby holes, you can do so at bigcartel.junktime.com. A lot of them untouched. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, they're brand new. Hey, we'll wrap it up. We've got a football in real life, Adam. We've got what a we couple got? for you, actually. Um, oh, I love it. Here we go from Joshua. Uh, dear gents, uh, my name is Josh, then surname, but I won't read that out. Long-time listener, but first-time emailer. There we go. Very sweet. I live in Sweden. Uh, hello, Sweden. Is that far from Tel Aviv? No, uh, probably a few hours on a flight, yeah. Uh, and okay. thus, my chances to contribute with footballers in real life are very limited. Yes, yeah, severely limited. Probably maybe yep. a bit off-season, but you don't see too many footballers heading up up to that kind of part of the world on the Instagram. Maybe the no, you, you can't imagine do, uh, Dusty Martin going, should I go to Las Vegas or should I go to Stockholm? Yeah, and maybe for some of them, like they, gee, they've gone through a winter. Maybe they're kind of, you know, Sweden, October, probably heading towards a bit of the cooler oh, part of the year. Get maybe a bit cool, yeah. Yeah, maybe they want to get a the beach, yeah. Hard to go for a kick. Uh, however, I was back on holidays in Australia with my family over Christmas and New Year. Oh, geez. Welcome back. Josh, I hope. Hope, you know, one of your family members wasn't just, you know, hanging their premiership medal. <laughs> <laughs> just annoying, you yeah? uh, I swam the pier to pub event in Lawn. Oh, terrific. Well done, Josh. Well done. Yeah. It, with the Selwoods. They would have been there. Uh, and can and you can imagine my excitement when I saw the customer behind me at the bakery in Lawn mm. was Lockie Henderson from Geelong. Oh, there you go. I, I turned to my wife in the middle of a packed bakery and said, mind the two kids, I cannot miss my chance here. Oh, Josh. This is awesome. Knowing that you gentlemen love details, I made sure to stand particularly close to Lockie. Awesome again. Hope creepily close as he ordered. It was 10.30am. He ordered a flat white and a chicken and salad roll. Takeaway. Oh, good. Healthy protein. Good. Due to the poor acoustics in the bakery, I did not hear if he chose the sourdough roll or the bagel variety. Apologies for the submission on my behalf. (laughs) I'm going to answer on his behalf. I'm going to go sourdough roll. 
Uh, yeah, well, yeah, you probably get more on a Saldo roll. When you're a bagel, probably a bit I, tricky I to kind of keep it all in. Yeah. So. And he's a bit of a journeyman. He's not a bagel man. Uh, in any case, I saw him along with Joel Selwood, Scott Selwood and um, George Holland-Smith. Oh. Later in the day, I asked Lockie how the roll was. He responded, somewhat bemused, good, thanks. <laughs> awesome. Conversation <laughs> without notice. <laughs> uh, you can break this huge news first on Junk Time as I have not read anything about the Lockie Henderson thoughts on his role elsewhere. I had assumed that the role would have received an article on the AFL website, such is the level of detail with which this preseason is covered. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, yours uh, in all love things footbridge related. There we go, Josh. Yeah, don't worry, Josh. Won't come up near Perth lately. So when you come back, come to visit your family, you can head down over to Perth and you can see that brand yeah. new footbridge right there. Well, I mean, you know, Josh talks about it not being on the AFL website, but we're happy to break news here. So, Lockie Henderson, chicken and salad roll. I think you'll find we are the two purples, the best news, <laughs> news breakers in the yeah. game. Yeah, interesting. People call yeah. us. Yeah, okay. Footballers, what are they? What are they eating? <laughs> yeah, give us a give us a call. Uh, we're on SEN from seven to midnight. <laughs> uh, we're going to wrap it up. We are junk time AFL pod at Gmail. We are junk time AFL pod on Twitter and Facebook. We have. I think I will, we'll find out how this goes when we piece it together, but I think we've done a good job with this uh, This uh, uh, two towns far apart. The only thing bringing us together is our mm. love of Australian rural football. Absolutely. And also, can I just say, the excitement, hopefully the next time we speak, I will be the proud owner of a AFLX Premiership medal. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And also, let's yeah, not... Or at least, at least uh, group... Uh, pool group pool winner, yeah, yeah. Let's not forget <laughs> February two. So what? Let me think. Off the uh, on my head, Friday week, Collingwood, uh, Collingwood Carlton at Icon Park. The Women's League AFLW kicks off. Uh, so make sure uh, if uh, it's going to be on TV, head on down to games. I'm definitely going to go to games up here, and uh, we're going to uh, get involved. Yes, and I went to the uh, Carlton Collingwood game last time at Icon Park, and it was fucking fantastic. It's a great atmosphere, so uh, if you are going to go to that Carlton Collingwood one, it will be packed, so get there really. Actually, yeah, definitely. That would be chock about. I'm actually actually yeah. surprised they haven't moved that one to Etihad or something like that, by the fact that will be chock about. That that will be another lockout, and so Gil was going to have to go out the front and be like, uh-huh, sorry, guys, sorry, guys. Yeah. And you know that bloke like, last year. You fucking year. knew this had happened last year, you dickhead. Yeah, the guy, you know, why'd you make it free? And it's like, well, this year he's like, why some fucking Etihad, you fucking dickhead? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we're going to hit the road. Go, Hawks. Go, Blues. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 